Hello again, and welcome to Nerd News. It's me, Coco, yet again, and joined with me today is Checo. How are you today? Oh, doing good. How you doing? Hi, hi. Minor headache, phone troubles, but other than that, not bad. Anyways, what do you have for us today in news? Uh, let's start with some movie stuff. We had a couple of movies that came out this week. That is the Bob's Burgers movie, which I saw. And as a fan, I enjoyed. Not for everyone, I think. Uh, I recommend it if you're trying to look for something fun with the family this weekend. Uh, it's getting good critic reviews and overall. One thing is that I did forget that in the Bob's Burgers world, there is a lot of singing and musicals. So That's a musical? I expect there to be, I didn't wow. expect there to be so much in this movie, but... They did have I did enjoy because some of their songs are actually pretty they're bangers. So I did not need. I still had fun. I had enjoyed, and for it being a movie, it definitely it's its own thing. So I liked it. So I gotta ask since you uh, kept asking me if I wanted to go, and while I'm sure I would have enjoyed parts of it, I just didn't want to go since I'm not a, a fan of it yet. You know, maybe I'll watch the season series at some point. But given that I haven't watched basically anything of it for a fan or someone that isn't a fan hasn't really watched anything would it be a good enough experience like is it does it warrant going towards it or is it more like okay there's a couple things that you'll entertain you but this is really for the fans honestly yeah i thought for just being its own movie it definitely it had its own like inside jokes that i'm like oh i caught on to right away like oh that's i see that i see that you know but for it being its own movie, it definitely can be for a lot of people who have never seen the show. It it was like its own plot, and it just kept it kept moving. It never really like took a pause. It just just it, jokes were there, family dynamic is there. So it's really more like kind of like that. Okay, well, I guess if you're out there debating on whether you should go see it, having if you haven't seen Bob's Burger at all, there you go. I'm still going to wait like till a, I see the series, yeah. a bit of the series, at least a little bit, like the first season, before I consider mm -hmm. watching the movie. Chuckled a lot, and then there was like a, a family, or a little, there was like a, like a little group pretty close to me, and they, they, yeah, they, the whole time, they just kept snickering the whole time, and uh, I could tell they were having fun, so I was, was having it? fun with some people. What was it rated? PG-13, and I, oh, okay. it's pretty funny, because actually, there were some parts in this movie that I'm just like, oh, they're gonna, oh, okay, they're saying those things, and... There's just this one joke that kind of made me like, uh, like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess, uh, because I guess I'm so used to it, like, being PG mm. and more, like, TV, you know, for family, family friendly, that when they had those little, you know, adult jokes in there, I'm just like, oh, I guess, yeah, they could be a little, because that's how they are, too, they're, right. the kids act more, not like kids, they act like how kids act today, you know, in general, and those kids today, kids these you know, days, they're not as instant as we make them in the movies well i mean that's a whole lot of because you know he shoved phones in their faces and they have access right. to all this but anyways cool uh good that it's good uh so what else mm -hmm. another movie that came out is the top gun sequel maverick maverick yeah maverick. that movie's actually doing very well overall it did 124 million domestic and 151 million international so i think it's one of uh tom cruise's first movie release that hit 100 million on the first night so that's a big for him yeah it's big he's been in the business for a long time exactly so i'm surprised he hasn't hit one of those movies that hit 100 million on the first weekend kind of thing overall i've been hearing a lot of great things too great reviews 
Uh, a lot of people have said good things about this movie, and I think if you're looking for something more action-based, something... If you've seen the original one, I think it's a great, you know, going back to this movie, experiencing it. I keep hearing that it's better than the original, so if you were a big fan of Top Gun, you owe it to yourself to go see it. Do that. For movies, that's about it. We do have one coming out next June, which we're pretty much right... We're in pretty much in June, like, We're about this, like, a couple days, yeah. Three days, I think. The next movie that's coming out is going to be the Buzz, uh, the Buzz Lightyear movie. I'm still kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm coming Same. back and forth. One thing that I'm kind of like hopeful is because it's Pixar. And Pixar has always had really good movies. I, I just don't they, know how they... I feel about, like, I like the the environment design, the world yeah. that they made, and, and technology it looks sick. But Buzz's design seems so... I don't know. I can't get used to it. It's so weird. It to me, it's his personality, if anything, too. That's it. Like, oh, That's I don't it. know. It's just not the full Not Buzz my Buzz Lightyear. Exactly. It comes out June 17th, and that's like in about two and a half weeks. So, mm-hmm. be soon. I keep seeing trailers everywhere because I guess I've been to the movies a couple times already. That's the one that I keep seeing everywhere, and I'm just like, all right, just get this movie out already. When's it come out? June, 20, uh, June 17th. Well, I'm 17th. willing to go see it. Just to see if it's any good or not. Exactly. It's Pixar, so I'm hopeful. Pixar has pretty good stories. Yeah, they have a good reputation for their quality. That's movies for now, so I'll let you take it away. We'll come back to shows after. Okay. Updates on those. Well, uh, that was recently uh, announced by Sony that they're going to have a state of play on Thursday, June 2nd. In in, uh, anticipation of the... Well, what usually happens in June, which is E3, typically Sony will release their own little state of play ahead of time to talk about some third party stuff. And then come the actual mid June when they do, you know, E3, in this case, it's going to be Summer's Games Fest. That's when they have the big announcements regarding first party titles. So this state of play that's coming up on June 2nd is going to be mostly about around third party titles. But. It's possible that there's going to be a focus on PSVR games and development for PSVR 2, which they talked about last year. And there has been a a leaked memo. I think it was a memo. It looked like a schedule of the... uh, I think it's this state of play. It seems it's likely this state of play because I don't think they would leak out the one for the big one that's so soon. And it didn't really have any major titles. But as far as PSVR uh, releases, it was noted that Resident Evil 8 VR, finally, might be coming. Uh, Resident Evil 4, which is previously only for Oculus, I think, might also be coming in 2023. And lastly, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 VR? I heard about that one. It's a weird leak. Like, I don't know if I believe it, but Mm. if it is, I look forward to at least Resident Evil 4 and Village. I'll, uh, we'll see about Modern Warfare. I don't, I, I, don't like know, about, I don't know how I feel about the shooting yeah. others at the moment. I mean, yeah. I do like that a PlayStation kind of jumped ahead and they're like, oh, Xbox is going to have their own little show. You know what? Uh, we are doing it. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I did hear the rumor that they're going to be focusing on VR stuff. Everyone wants God of War stuff, but I don't think this is going to be the one for That's that. That's going to be mid-June. Like that, They're saving that mm. for the big moment, you know? If They, if they usually they have it. it. Like, pretty close went to the game releases, you know? Yeah. Because it was like, oh, I it more. Yeah. So I yeah. can see 
this one being a little different, uh, I'm not, I don't know what to expect, which is kind of fun. I like when I don't know what to expect when shows are around the corner. So for this uh, upcoming one, again, June 2nd, keep your expectations low. Don't think about uh, Spider-Man. Don't think about <laughs> God of War. Don't think about Final Fantasy 16. Wolverine. S- or Wolverine. Things like uh, right. Forspoken. You can think about that. They'll probably talk more about that's that pretty, one. That's pretty. That's around the corner. Although they, they delayed it. And I remember they delayed it because apparently people thought it wasn't very fun, yeah. which is wow. What a, way, testers, yeah. what a way to delay that's, it. But hopefully they've improved upon yeah. it, right? Exactly. But yeah, uh, they had to play June mm-hmm. 2nd. It's like right around the corner. Beside it. Three days? So no, soon. four days. Yeah. Uh, but by the time people see this, it'll be closer. But, yeah. you know, soon. Mm-hmm. Soon.tm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You said you had the first VR for the PlayStation, right? I do. And as much as I want to get excited for PSVR 2, I can't justify it to myself because I have been very wasteful. I bought the PSVR. I actually got a bundle that apparently was pretty hard to find, so I just happened to luck out. I got a bundle that came with the PlayStation VR, two move controllers, and a separate like a a separate side bundle thing. I mean, it cost me a pretty dollar. So two move controllers, the headset, and this PlayStation aim controller, so you can like be holding a rifle and use it for specific games. Have all that. I have all of that, and apparently when I got it, it was at the beginning of the pandemic. When I got it, it was pretty hard to find. Apparently, the move controllers were not being manufactured with for, in line with demand. But anyways, I have it. I bought myself a nice big library of PSVR games. I even bought... The whole reason I got the PSVR is because I wanted to play Star Wars Squadrons in VR, because I saw the <laughs> gameplay of it. It looks so cool. and I, I remember going to the arcades and seeing the Star Wars pod where you can get in like the X-Wing and do the Death Star run, I love that stuff. So when I saw Squadrons, I'm like, yes, I want that. And then they're like, hey, by the way, if you have a flight stick, also compatible with that. So you'll actually have a full-on flight simulator while you're in like an X-Wing shooting down TIE Fighters. Let's go, baby. I want it. I bought myself a flight stick. Also got sold out and, you know, scalped because of the demand. I got one. I never went past the first mission. <laughs> and I loved it. I actually really did like it. But I just... Huh. uh like the setup and then doing everything from like... It really is. Yeah. And I have like 20 plus games. And of those of those 20 plus games, I might have beaten mm-hmm. like two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, PSVR. And I see all the technology behind the new PSVR. The OLED screen, the haptic controllers. It looks great. My heart says yes. My brain is thankfully saying no. You bought the other one. <laughs> you learned. Yeah. So w- until I can justify it for myself, basically, until I can go back and actually play through the things I fucking bought, I can't justify buying the second one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm also, I still feel like, yeah, we're there, but we're not there. So it's getting close. It's, nice it's getting so much closer. Getting, it's good. It's getting better. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the show. Me too. Like, I'll be like, that's so cool. I'll play you, like, four <laughs> years later. Yeah, exactly. I'll play yeah. you eventually. If somebody has it and they want to let me borrow it, we'll do it. We'll see. It's shows now. So, a lot of good shows came out this week, and a lot more shows are coming out as we speak, because, oh, man, we're in a good month. But shows that came out this week, I already talked about it a little bit, too, on the main episode. I said Love, Death, and Robot came out last Friday. Bench watched the whole show. And I approve. It's good. Definitely check that out if you haven't. 
feel like the first season has a lot of similar vibes to it, uh, story-wise, and like how animation just really pops and just like, wow, this is some crazy stuff. Like I said I like season two, but I think this one just did a little, a little more. Uh, I don't know those vibes, just really creepy vibes, and like, you know, things that could happen, like the stories. I'm like, oh wow, yeah, we're like kind of getting there sometimes. Yeah, check that out if you haven't. Uh, be ready because some of the stories are pretty dark and like. I was eating while I was watching one of the episodes, and I'm like, after that, I'm like, I'm not hungry. <laughs> so, but a lot of fun. Check them out. So you Another like it better that... than season two, but how do you rank yes. it compared to season one? Season one to me is almost like a ten. I'm gonna give it like a nine point five because there was a couple ones here that I didn't, I didn't, you know, they were Same. too short. It just like threw me off. This one, it was a nine. It was definitely like a nine. It was like it wants to be a nine point five, but again, there were some that just like it did not need to be there, or yeah. they could have been better stories. I was a huge fan of the show, uh, but mm. I have not been keeping up because I don't watch TV. But I look forward to binging it. Good to know that it's still consistently good. Exactly, and I'm yeah. I know that Netflix is one of one of their best shows, and I know they've been canceling shows back and forth. So this is one of the few, especially because animation, animation shows is the one that kind of like the most out of their budgets. And seeing how this one is pretty popular, but at the same time, every time I go to the Netflix top 10, I don't think it's even there anymore. And I'm like, dude, this just came out like two weeks ago. I also want to remind people like, hey, it's still out there and go check it out because Netflix algorithm be weird. So. You can say it. It's trash. Right now, another show that I was going to talk about, Stranger Things, came out pretty recently. Um, I think I saw like a number ten or eight on the their top ten. Like, dude, isn't this like your number one show at one point? Like, what's going on, Netflix? It's likely just the case of when a good story happens. Like the first season of Stranger Things was great. I like season two a little less. Season three I enjoyed, but aspects of it didn't. But like one was great. But it seems like they didn't plan this far ahead, so they didn't know what to do next. So the writing's kind of deteriorating. or uh, It's not as good as the originals. But because of how popular it was, they had to get more seasons out, even though the story maybe didn't need more seasons. No. And then the thing is that they had to do it quick, because those kids, they're not going to be kids forever at that point, you know? I... Fairly like, sure. Okay. I, I don't know if, but I think a couple of them aren't even teens anymore. Oh, exactly. Yeah, some of them are already hitting their eighteens, nineteens. Uh, Finn, the guy, I think he's almost like twenty something because he was like a little bit on the older side. You can tell now they're like, oh yeah, these are not the kids that we started with. Quick, fake being started. fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know if you saw the movie It, It Two Part Two when the kids showed mm-hmm. up again, they, like try to de-age him. <laughs> like look 12 i'm like it was so bad the cgi with that was so bad that's funny so, i think that's what they were trying to do just trying to like spit like as fast as possible and you know i don't know i have not checked out the show yet i just know it's out but low key because it's already going away from the hot spot in netflix you know but if you're into the show go check it out it just came out stranger things one of season four. There's going to be a part two eventually because it got canceled for season five. Rip. <laughs> uh, the next show that came out 
I believe you saw actually. <laughs> so I was too busy the... watching the show instead of streaming uh-huh. things. Which is good. And that's mm-hmm. the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. That, yeah, it's just Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just Kenobi. That came out last Thursday. It dropped at 9 p.m. And I rushed to tell everyone, like, hey, go watch it. I was on the <laughs> so drive got home when I got that message. Like, yeah! Speeding, breaking speed limits, cutting off grandma. about these red lights? Get out of here, grandma. Causing a mess. <laughs> Pile up. Your thoughts on the show, Chris? As a fan? I like it, but it could do better. Okay. It's there's just parts that in certain aspects the writing's kind of sloppy. Some stuff is like you can tell the Disney influences on this show, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz I've been watching Star Wars since before Disney bought them, as most of us have. And they had a very specific vibe going for them. And the new shows, while great for the most part, have certain things that you're like, "Okay, if you've seen enough Disney movies, you know when they've put their hands in the pot, if you will. But a couple things, like, I'm not going to talk in depth about the the episodes because they just came out. But a couple things, I'm like, oh, that that's uh, that's goofy. Uh, I, I know Star Wars isn't 100% serious. It has funny moments. But this is just straight up dumb. It's kind of dumb, actually. As I'm watching, I'm like, this is dumb. And you have other actions by characters that are supposed to be threatening. Oh, no, they've done threatening things. Like, they've, uh, the main villain so far, so far, of the first two episodes, uh, done, did some, hurt some people because she wanted information. And afterwards, she does things that I put into question how committed she is to being a villain. It's like, Hmm. I'll hurt you because you just spoke when, you spoke when not spoken to. You, though, who's directly antagonizing me? Now you can go. (laughs) Yeah, it just uh, interesting choices they're doing there. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I do like it. Uh, I've also been a big fan of Halo for some time, and I binge-watched that. While I didn't think it was as bad as some people were saying, I still didn't love it. I liked aspects of it, but I didn't love it. Whereas so far, compared to the first episodes of Halo, I'm in, I enjoyed Kenobi more, because Ewan McGregor really is carrying this show so far. <laughs> um... Yeah, I like it. I do like it. I look forward to the next couple episodes. I'm sad it's short. I'm very sad it's short, but I just hope that it's seeing as how there's only four episodes left, and these first two are like, are good. Not great, but they're good. I hope at least we get some great moments, you know? But it's it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning, but when the beginning is, you know, one-third of the whole series, uh... I didn't know there was going to be six only. That's pretty short. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing with Disney Plus. Though. Some of them are a little too short sometimes. I agree. That's why you got to be a little critical, because right now, I was hyped mm. up on Kenobi since they announced it, and it's been the thing I've been looking forward to the most. Book of Boba Fett, I, I like Boba Fett quite a bit. And when it came out, I criticized it for its reasons, but I wasn't as hyped for it for Kenobi, because Kenobi, Obi-Wan's been one of my favorite characters in Star Wars ever, since a little kid. So I look for, and I really thought that Ewan McGregor and uh, the voice actor, his name is failing me again, from the Clone Wars, they really nailed Obi-Wan, and I got to know like who this character is. So it's like, cool, you have six episodes of this. It's coming. It got delayed. It's coming. It's here. You're already two episodes out of six in, and your feelings are, it's good. I was really hoping for a, it's great, but, you know. 
got some interesting cameos too. I uh, first it was like, is that Fleet? And I was like, no, nah, it's not Fleet. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's one of them. And then another one that was uh, I can't ever say Kumal, Kumail, uh, Kumal. No, Kumal. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know comedian. who you're talking about. Yeah, I was surprised that he was showing. I wouldn't up really too. call him a cameo. He was just an actor. Well, he was a cameo. He was like a side character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. funny though. Like yeah. uh, Kumal mm-hmm. was funny. I like him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of fun seeing some of those, and just it has a good cast, honestly. In general, like the people that they chose for uh, Leia and oh, for Ben and not Ben Owen, like Owen, Owen so Lars. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, this. I'm trying to think of anyone that so far has been cast that I'm like, mm, that's a misstep. Mm. And as of right now, no. I mean, I don't want to talk again. I don't want to talk in depth of it because it just came out. But so far, everyone's pretty good. The villain is annoying, and it's fine. Yeah. But if she, if they stay that way throughout the series and nothing comes of it, then that will probably be the miscast for me. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm going to say right now, I'm fully committed to doing a series review once it's over. I would actually do like to, a full review. Yeah. Like, I want to talk in depth about it. And the last show I'm going to talk about this week there's a lot of shows coming out and many things you should check out but the one i'm looking more forward to this week is going to be the boys comes out june 3rd check that out and it's going to be a weekly episode release so like that like that i'm going to be doing that staying busy for a while keeping up with that show if you haven't seen the boys season one and two go do that first of course and if you have not seen the voice in general um the Graphic, violent, but fun show. So, ready for that? You, yeah, like you said, you watched the first season, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna stick with this show. It's not a bad show. I get why people like it, but it ultimately wasn't really my thing. Check out the boys, June third. Chris, what do you got? Star Wars. I kept talking about it. Let's talk about it some more. Did you play Fallen Order, right? But great game. If I had to have one complaint about it, uh, which I've mentioned before, I believe, it's at various times, I didn't like that the lightsaber was like wiffle bats. I get it. They don't want an M rating. Mm-hmm. But when you watch the movies and you watch the shows, when a lightsaber hits a person, it's supposed to cut through them. Especially if it's like, if it's a stab, that's one thing. But if it's a slice, look at Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Man got cut in half. Yeah, <laughs> and this guy's out here going around hitting with like uh, the the pool like noodles. Troopers. Yeah, his lightsaber is a pool noodle, just hitting everyone. Like I, ooh, <laughs> I guess I'm out. Tag yeah. me back in later. It that I didn't like. It felt very mm. um, pandering. You know, it's like oh, we're trying to market it to the younger audience. Like I get it, but you're kind of bending the physics of the in-game lore mm. to do this, and it just seems it it looks dumb. It looks dumb. But I really enjoyed it. Other than that, great story, fun combat, a challenge. It wasn't easy all the time. It had some good challenge. And it ended off on a cliffhanger. Uh, mm, not really a cliffhanger. It ended off in the possibility of a sequel. Like, it didn't completely finish off its story. And recently, an t- uh, official trailer dropped for Star mm-hmm. Wars Jedi Survivor. It, sh- it showed Cal Kestis. 
It showed another. I'm guessing Inquisitor. It looked like a Sith person. It was a Sith, some it, some person yeah. in like dark cloak with a right red lightsaber. Right, right, right. Um, I like the settings. I wonder who that person in the back tank was. I can't yeah. tell. There's theories about it being some like extended universe character that was preserved, yeah. like an old Jedi. But uh, the thing that I got curious about when I was reading up on it was that this takes place five years after the first mm. game. So Cal's an older person at this point. Mm. Coincidentally, the timeline matches up with the Kenobi series that's going on right now. Yes. Also, it's just interesting that when Ewan was interviewed regarding the Kenobi series, he mentioned at some point about how they were trying to keep it canon with some video game. Hmm. Also, the person that voices Cal and that his character is modeled after is a TV the real, actor. He's a real actor, yeah. I'm it's just saying it's aligning. I think so, too, actually. Yeah, when you first told me about that, I was like, whoa, that would be sweet if they did actually go down that route. Uh, who knows, honestly. But if it kind of did seem like a leak that you, you, you win. You and McGregor. McGregor, yeah. Oh, that's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting thought. And I can definitely see that connecting because they are very similar in timelines. You know, they're pretty much next to each other. So, do you think it'll be included in the show or in the game then? Or in the show? More likely the show. Because I feel like one of the reasons that likely, likely the Kenobi series is shorter is because Ewan's a big name actor. They probably don't, he ha probably has a big price tag to, you know, each episode. So they didn't want to make it draw it out too long because they'd have to pay him a large amount. I assume that another studio probably doesn't want to pay the the fee that would require from having UNB a voice actor, whereas Cal Kestis, while I'm sure he's a great actor, probably not as expensive to have him be, you know, in real life act in a show. So I feel like Cal, if it happens, will likely show up in Kenobi. I can see that. I'm excited. Hopefully, yeah. Uh... I love when things connect. This is a great Same. crossover. They do happen. It Yo, what if happen. they kill him off in Kenobi? <laughs> oh, what'd you say that, man? What'd Game show that? was like, hey, you're playing Dead, dead Man Walking. Uh, but also... Star Wars lore, yeah. Uh -huh. Also, uh, I wasn't... I saw this last night. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was announced earlier, but I saw this last night. It was a leak. Someone videotaped the Star Wars celebration in, in Anaheim, which, by the way, we live relatively close to that. I didn't know that was a thing. I would have loved to go. That's what happens when you're not on social media. You miss out on these things. That sucks. And, you know, they're probably right here. Pricey. Star Wars Celebration where all the actors and <laughs> they had reveals. And one of the reveals right that got leaked, someone with a phone snuck it in and recorded a Soka trailer for the show huh. coming next year. And I think after the leak came out, they announced, oh yeah, Soka's coming out next year because they're like, fuck, it's already out. <laughs> But in the tra in the in the video, they showed off Ahsoka. Big news, I know. But also a live action Hera. Now, if you don't know who Hera is, she's the pilot of the Ghost from Star Wars Rebels and the Ghost Crew. She's like one of the leaders there. And uh, Star Wars Rebels takes place before New Hope, but after Kenobi, and it's fairly popular. Uh, with most people, it, it, it had good renditions 
of Star Wars lore, and it also had good uh, endings to other characters in Star Wars. I still haven't seen all of it. It's been on my list to do, but it's a long series. Not as long as Clone Wars, but still long. But I do know about Hera, because Hera also shows up briefly in Squadron. How do I know that? Someone spoiled it for me. It is what it is. But live-action Hera, which makes me think the rest of the Ghost Crew might also show up. And as we know from Ahsoka's episodes in The Mandalorian, she's looking for Thrawn, because Thrawn captured, again, stuff that was spoiled for me. Thrawn captured Ezra, I believe, in near the final season. Point is, Thrawn and Ezra went off to do their own thing, so Ahsoka's been been tracking them down to rescue Ezra. So that's probably what Ahsoka's series is going to be about, her trying to find Ezra and Thrawn. But it's cool that the rest of the Ghost crew will likely also be helping her, because, I mean, Ezra's their boy, so they're not going to leave him. I can see that. That'd be cool. I mean, she was very involved in the Rebel show, so I can see them going back and connecting the dots there. Yeah. Uh, would go crazy. I think the fans would love it. I, that just tells me that the, since it's coming out next year, I have a year to binge watch all of Rebels. So I'm going to get to man. it. It's good stuff. More for kids. That's the one thing. But it, it still has some dark stuff. I think compared that's to the why... Clone Wars, I think that's why I couldn't get into it as much the first yeah. time, because I heard the first season's a little rougher. It's more kid-friendly, yeah. and then it gets good. Really, yeah. And skip the first season, but I don't know. I'd rather um, watch the whole you, thing. I'd to watch the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Pick up on the things. But I'll but do it. It pays off at the end. It pays off at the end. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll do it. It was just a rough first start, which kind of made yes. me lose it. Just, But another yeah. show that got another season trailer, which I still haven't watched the season or the trailer. I just saw it like as I was browsing YouTube today. I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's a mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Bad Batch, season two, coming yep. next year, All I that. think. Yep, good show, too. Great show, especially if you're more into the clone side of the stories, because they were introduced in the clone story. I'll give clone it a Wars. second shot, because I actually mm-hmm. didn't like it very much. Reason being really? is, okay. in Clone Wars, season, the final season, when the Bad Batch showed up in, the, in Clone Wars, I really liked them. They were cool. Mm-hmm. Unique clones with defects that like make them special, like the A-team of the clones, right? Yep. And then I saw the fr- I saw a couple episodes of Bad Batch. It's not like I just saw one episode. And I'm like, no, I watched maybe four or five. And most of it was them babysitting that one yeah. o- Omega. And I'm Omega. just like, I didn't. When Bad Batch was announced, I was like, oh, I get to see these clones do badass stuff as they fight the Empire. I didn't really care for them being babysitters like the majority mm-hmm. of the time. That really threw yeah. me away from it. But I'll give it another shot. It's interesting. It's an interesting story, and and uh, I I. Didn't like Omega as much either at first, but she grows on you, especially if, once you find out some more lore about her and story stuff. That she's actually pretty connected to everyone else in the group. So interesting show. I liked it. I'll check I'm it excited out. for season two. Chris, I think those are some pretty good news and updates. You want to wrap it up for part one for this one? Yeah. That was part one, then guys. Make sure to check out part two and maybe more this week. Uh, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Check out our other episodes that we have with our dumplings. And signing off, it's Jonathan. Thanks again, Chris, for coming by. Bye.